Radio Influence. The future is now. Hey gang, welcome into the A Place for My Head podcast. His name is Brandon Thompson. My name is Jerry Petuck. And, uh, you know, we've had so many guests lately. There's been so much just minutia going on. <sighs> Brandon, I'm tired, man. I... <laughs> It, it, it almost comes down to like what 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 uh, Eakin said a couple episodes ago. Like, I'm not okay, right? And it's okay to not be okay right now. That 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 could mean so many different things, right? Tired. I'm not okay. Like, I'm I'm, I'm exhausted. From- I, I was gonna say I'm, I'm just mentally drained. I'm exhausted. Drained. Yeah, yeah. I mean. This is a this is a really rough time for for some individuals that I mean, especially for me, because I'm focusing so much on opening my business and whatnot and um, the stressfulness of dealing with trying to hire people, then fire people, then then contractors and architects and all of these kinds of different things that I'm dealing with and trying to sleep at the same time. Right. Um, you know, like I, I, I sleep in more than I would like to and if i sleep in too long it completely wrecks my day um but it's just sort of ever since this stuff started it's been it's been the 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 mental battle of 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 not getting caught up in news cycles and not getting caught up in and just like i I don't know if anybody can relate but what i do when i when i my night, if I have like a bad day or a bad situation or even a good day for that matter, I like to make sure that I take full advantage of the entire day and night. So I kind of push myself to stay awake and and enjoy what's around me, whether it be my family, food, um, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes I can go down a rabbit hole. And that that would involve like the news cycles or uh, chasing a story or chasing uh, a documentary, if you will, those kinds of things. And then I next thing you know, I look at my watch and it's four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, man, well, you did it again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the sun come up or something like that. But, you know, that's that's just the way my brain is. It's, it You cannot shut my brain off. You just can't, uh, which leads to bad dreams and um, weird thoughts and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it's just it's, it's challenging in many ways. But to your point, man, tired. I say I'm I'm notorious for my insomnia. Like anybody that knows me knows, you know, I, I don't sleep much. And I'm one of those people that, you know, when I get into that pattern, I'll, I'll lay there, I'll go to bed, I'll lay there and I'll just stare at the wall and go, well, OK, um, what the hell do we do now? You it's, know, it's, it's like it's like I can't flip that switch. And even when I do sleep, I, I don't I don't recharge. I don't, you know, <sighs> re-energize and it's, it's almost just, like when you get too much sleep you feel more awful. oh yeah because your body goes oh so that's what we're supposed to be doing right right oh right. yeah no absolutely uh, totally 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 yeah. totally totally. I'm, so i'm right there so whether i get too much sleep i feel bad or i don't get enough sleep and i feel bad uh consistently i feel bad well <laughs> yeah exactly you know and, and you know it doesn't help that you're picking the worst time in the world now to try to start a business through no fault right. of your own right uh, yeah. It's like you know, two steps forward, fifteen steps back, you know, and then you throw why in. Why does it the, always have to be that way, though? Oh, it's always two, two. Why is why isn't it thirteen steps forward and two steps back? It's never that ratio. It's always two and then a bunch back. 
it's never it's never the the other brother if i had the answer to that you and i wouldn't <laughs> be talking because i'd be living like on an island somewhere and i'd be richer than hell so yeah man i, I love you but not that much um <laughs> <laughs> but you know between the whole covid thing and you know the the social issues going on right now with the george floyd thing and then this late, recent one in atlanta you know it's just it's it's exhausting and then you throw in you know you starting your business, me trying to keep mine going and, you know, just the struggles with working from home and this and that and the other. And then you throw in family issues on top of it. And it's just like, ah, oh, dude, come on, man. When's when, when does the break come? No, it's, it, it, that's exactly right. Cause everywhere you turn, there's something, there's something that's going to consume you and you have to do, whether it's family or work related or this, that, and the other, I'm trying to open my barbershop, you know, uh, I've got people that are depending on me that are going to work and cut hair and stuff like that. And, you know, I was supposed to be open last week and because of all these, you know, uh, circumstantial, I guess you could say stuff that's going on right now, it's prevented me from doing so. Um, and you know, you come home and like, I got, I was binge watching the, um, the Epstein, uh, what do you call it? Uh, documentary stuff. And, it, I'm not I'm not like attracted to sickness, but I had no idea what um how 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 sick this individual was um until I started watching it. And you just want to you just want to find out more and find out more and find out more. And, you know, it's stuff like that. But I, I find stuff like that to separate myself from the covid stuff and the Floyd stuff. But then really am I helping myself by finding out more sickening stuff? Right. And then you're right. Like the Atlanta thing happens and there's a magnifying glass on police officer uh, officers right now and, and law enforcement across the nation. Uh, so anything and everything is going to be brought up to support anybody's narrative. So it's like, you need to be really careful or why should you be care- be careful in this time in this situation and not before? Why did it take all this to be careful or not be careful or get the spotlight or not get the spotlight? You know what I mean? So it's kind of a flipped narrative, right? Um, but everybody's searching for something else to to drive the message, right? To 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 solidify the narrative, um, to keep it going, to support it, to keep the rallies going and all that kind of stuff. Uh, not to mention it's Pride Month. Um right. In, in our local area uh, where I'm at, you know, Tampa Bay area, but I'm in St. Pete, which is part of the DMA. But, um, you know, St. Pete is, is, is well, very well known for the, the pride parade. And, you know, that got canceled. Right. So um, the, everybody in, in the district that my barbershop's in, we're all teaming together and we're going to do an event later on this month. And, you know, I'm flying the flags and whatnot and uh, to represent uh, the district, uh, the edge district and and pride for that matter. And those people, because they deserve that day. They look forward, they look forward to that month and that and that parade every year. It's it's their chance to kind of get out there. And, and it's not a narrative. It's their life. Um, so we try to you know, we're trying to, you know, do good things for this month amidst all the crazy shit that's going on. So that mm-hmm. in and of itself is challenging and, and all the rest, man, not to mention every single episode we've done up until the very first one, up until this one and blah, 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 blah. 
I've always had to deal with the the inconsistencies and the toxicity that is my family. Right. And uh, everything was pretty good when I cut everybody off up until my grandfather passed away and I had to face the music and which meant many different things had to happen in order to face the music and all hell's really broken loose ever since then. And it's only getting worse. So having to deal with that, try to open the business, try to make these podcasts entertaining while you're drained, try to, um, get interviews that are awesome with cool people and all that kind of stuff. And you, you know, having not to not only do this podcast with me, but manage many others with your company and man, it's just a lot, right? It's just, yeah. it's a lot. It's just yeah. A lot. You know, and, and, you know, we always try to be, you know, upfront and open and, and as transparent as possible. And, you know, like I said, man, we're just, just tired. And I know I, I was talking to somebody, you know, yesterday and, and he said the same thing. He's like, dude, I'm, I'm just tired. And just, there, I, there's no way to avoid it right now because whether, like I said, whether it's, you know, COVID or the social issues or work or family or everything, it's like everybody right now is just stressed to the max and yeah. there, there's no sign of it letting up. No, not at all. And I'll, and, and I'll be sitting in like my home office. Right. And, you know, like right now it's, 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 you know, in the evening we're approaching seven 30 recording right now. And, um, you know, I'll get off this when we're done and I'll go, you know, hang out with the wife and the, and the kid for a little bit, but then I'll come back in the office and I'll do whatever work I can until it's like 10 or 11. And then I'll stop and say like, I'm, I'm exhausted. I can't go anymore. I'm just going to go sit on the couch for a little bit. And that's when, that's when the mind starts to go crazy. Like, mm-hmm. Oh wait, you know, cause I'm designing logos. I'm designing, you know, graphically everything from top to bottom. Uh, well, you know, this is sort of a new update, but launching, um, launching a beer product care, uh, company is in the works. And I'm, I'm, I'm in here like a chemist making all these different, um, beard oils and and bombs and waxes and butters and all this kind of crazy stuff that my daughter loves at she <laughs> loves it so much she's like she's like can we go to the stove are you gonna do it you can do it and i'm like yeah let's, get, let's go let's go let's go and it, it's cool. awesome in and of itself but it's like it's another it's i don't want to say it's a, another distraction but it's something it's something else to add to it uh you know we have to schedule time for the podcast i have to you know make all kinds of different stuff for that side of it. Then I have to make sure that I'm on top of all the people that are building out the shop for the barbershop and make sure that I have employees and make sure that everything's set straight. Then I'm arguing with the software company, which is why we were, you know, you and I were kind of late to, to start recording because I had a, a 30 minute really crappy call with a software company that I'm using. And it's just, if, if that doesn't sound draining, I don't know what, is right I, I don't know what is and then when you add this bullshit that you cut off for a minimum of six years six years you cut off the one thing that drove you insane completely nuts you went to therapists about they told you to create boundaries they told you to cut them off they told you all this stuff to have all that intense stuff come back on top of everything else right now, 
fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's talk about that a little bit because I know, you know, we, we've talked before about, you know, some of the issues that, that we've dealt with and, you know, we've kind of opened up about, you know, things that have gone on in our past and stuff. And, you know, it, it always sucks when something happens and you get sucked right back into it, whether you want to or not, and you get triggered by everything. And I revert back to, you have to face the music. I knew during my six year, um, you know, timeline, or if you want to call it that, where I was cut off from many individuals in my family that one day tragedy was going to bring us to all back together again. Um, and back, and I don't mean back together as like a, like a wholesome, like family kind of thing, but face the music is when tragedy happens, you're going to have to man the fuck up eventually and, and go face the music and, and go be a part of what you need to do uh, out of respect for the individuals that you love and tragedy being my grandfather passing. Right. Um, and as much as I love that trip and everything that went well, like it went to shit. I knew it was going, I, I knew it. It's like, yeah, we, we talked about it before you went. Yeah. And I knew it. I knew, I knew wholeheartedly that it was going to, it was going to take a love turn and turn to shit no matter how it went. If it went really well, really bad, whatever, it was just going to take a sh- another shit. And it did take another shit. It took another shit a long time ago, but it, it, the, taking a shit actually turned into taking, I guess, explosive diarrhea. If you want to say that, I don't know, whatever, fuck it. It's just, it, 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 it got worse and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So my grandfather was my opa. He was, he was the voice of reason. He was, he was always the, he listened to everything and would never, would never opinionate anything he said. He was kind you of the, he was kind of the the voice of reason the backbone of the voice the voice of le- reason and almost the glue without even trying to be the glue yeah he was he was um, the backbone I I totally get that yeah and 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 he's gone now and and I'm like damn I knew I knew what where he stood and what how he influenced the rest of us and it just solidified my thoughts then now because it's uglier. It's it's a hundred percent uglier now than it was before. And for me to cut people off for six years and then say it's a hundred percent uglier now than it was then, right? I mean, that's uh, that in and of itself is 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 disgusting. Yeah, I can I can understand that because you know I've spoken before about you know my family and stuff like that, and you know my grandmother was always the backbone of my family growing up, and you know when she fell sick. Uh, you know, with cancer, you know, it all kind of, you know, went to hell. And when she passed my senior year of high school, I mean, she'd been sick for a few years before that, obviously. But, you know, that, that role of being the backbone of the family kind of fell on, on the shoulders of a 14 year old. You know, it, it fell on That's my shoulders. Hard. No, That's it, hard. it's, it's hard for an adult, let alone, you know, a 14 year old. So I right. totally, 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 totally understand where you're coming from. And that, you know, and that's what happened to me while I was out there for the funeral and all that kind of stuff. You know, I have I have a very, a very unique family situation on that side. And there's people that I'm close to and there's people that I'm not. And there's people that I dislike and I hate using the word hate. Um, I don't really think that fits into the narrative at all. But uh, I hate a strong word. 
it's a very strong word and I don't want to involve it here, but there's, there's family members that, um, that I, I very much dislike for actions, I should say. Um, but, but even, even, even saying that there's been stuff that enlightened me about people that I dislike very much, um, that made a lot of sense, uh, and, 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 and realizing that I got caught up in some traps, because everything that was being fed to me was one-sided. It was toxic. And I never had a chance because of my um, fueled uh, dislike for an individual per se. Um, I never got, I never got the other side of the coin and that's unfortunate. And I've realized some of that stuff now and I kind of feel bad. Um, well, but, I mean, I don't think it's anything to feel bad about. I mean, when, when all of this happened, you were younger. Uh, you know, for the most part, but like, I mean, I mean, it all, I mean, a lot of it started when I got married. I got married in 2011. Um, and so stuff, stuff, uh, you know, really was, you know, all this stuff was being fed to me before then. And then even after the fact, um, by fuck it, my mother, you know, she had an opinion about every single person. And so all I got with these negative thoughts, negative, negative, uh, comments about all, all, all my relatives on this side of the family telling me what to do, what not to do. Don't delete them on, delete them on social media because they're bad news. You want no part of them, blah, 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 blah. blah. And, you know, some of my closest people in my family, um, uh, mainly my aunt, um, you know, those were her children. And um, to know that I was so influenced and kind of brainwashed by the comments that were said to me, even though I didn't really act on them per se, um, and I didn't entertain, uh, the other side of the conversation to someone else's story, you know, here and trying to find the truth and not the emotion. Um, I feel bad about that. Well, but, right. But, but at but the same time, the you're trying to part, find, yeah, you're trying to find the truth, but at the same time, everybody you talk to is giving you their truth. Right. Right. But the thing is, and, it, and here's the other factor is I'm look, man, I'll be honest. Um, I have buttons. I think we all have buttons. Right. Um, you mess with the women in my life. I lose my mind. I can't help it. We're two um, of a kind. Uh, I just, I, I, women in my life being anybody, it could be a friend, it could be a relative. It could be, I, I always else. say, I always say you can mess with me all you want. You don't mess with my people. Perfect. Perfect. That, that, that's, that's the, the phrase I always use. You can screw right. with me all you want. I don't care. Yeah. But you know what? It, when when you know shit hits the fan, if you're messing with my people, we got problems. Yep. yep because that that's it, what that's when Papa Bear kicks in, and nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Don't 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 poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. If you poke the bear, just get ready, because I don't choose to be uh, confrontational or combative. Um, I don't choose it. Um, meaning I don't choose it. And the fact that when it happens, it's not a choice. You poke the fucking bear. And my, my favorite story about this and I'm cutting you off here. My favorite story about this is God, I guess it was two and a half, three months into my wife and I dating. She had to have her tonsils taken out. Normally that happens when you're a kid, but she had it as an adult. Mm -hmm. And she was staying at her parents' rough, house. Rough. I've heard that. Yeah, she, she had a rough time with it. Um, but she was staying at her parents' house for those couple of days. Well, I stayed at her parents' house, too. Mm-hmm. 
And they would laugh at me because, you know, she'd be sleeping on the sofa. I'd be laying on the floor next to the sofa. And it turned into a running joke with her little sister. She'd just walk in and go, dude, you, you want some food? I'm like, no, I'm good. And they thought I was the weirdest son of a bitch in the world because I wasn't socializing. I wasn't anything. I was just making sure she was okay. Wait, were they like making fun of you because you weren't sleeping like with her kind of thing? No, no. They were making fun of me because we were three months in and I was sleeping on the floor, not socializing and not anything else. And they barely knew who I was. But you're there for her. Right. But Mm -hmm. there was still this strange, big, overgrown ogre of a goofball in their house (laughs) that they barely knew. I, I get it. We're good. But, you know, at that point that, you know, her mom looked at her and went, I like him. I get it. Yeah, I, I guess I can relate, man. When uh, when I met my wife's parents for like the first time, I think I went to a, uh, one of her tennis matches when she was captain of her tennis team in college. And uh, her dad pretty much charged me in the bleachers. What? <laughs> and, and I was like, what the hell is this? OK, right you, you can't throw that gem out there and then not explain. Uh, it's his uh, it's his personality, man. He had never met me. It's his daughter. You have to get it. I know how I would be, but he didn't like legit charge me. Like he came at me like he like he was acting like he was charging me. And I was like, oh, my God, what's he doing? What's he doing? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, you know, it was just a joke. And nothing has changed since that day to 10 years later. Um, He still does that stuff to me every time I'm with him. And it but it, you know what? It makes him special. And if he wasn't doing that stuff with me. I'm pretty sure he that that would be a clear sign that he did not like me right. uh, and would have never let me marry his daughter. But uh, I completely get your situation. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I yeah. So you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You were saying. Oh, shit. I don't even know now. But um, just talking about family and, and, you know, how protective you are. Oh yeah, the buttons, right? So yeah, buttons. we all have our buttons, right? And you know, and you 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 phrased it perfectly without getting into every single button that like really gets me. But the point is, um, and we've had we've had discussions about this in the past on another show that um, I'm I'm constantly the main topic of conversation within my relatives that I don't talk to. And I haven't, meaning the people that I, you know, I, I chose not to talk to you for six years and stuff like that. Right. Somehow I become like almost the main focal point of a conversation. And it's like, well, if I'm the main problem, why won't you guys call me? And it's the mere fact, and I'm not joking, it's the fact that I will come in and be the voice of reason because I don't jump in, I'm level headed. Even though I'm very combative and I can be very confrontational and I can be very, what's the word? Stern, Mm -hmm. rough, fucking asshole. I know how to win a conversation, win a debate uh, and win, maybe not be the right word, but don't fuck with me because I will, I will get you basically. So people are scared to confront me when it comes to situations like this. They know you can't be controlled. Well, Right, because control is an illusion, an illusion. But they also know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come down anybody's throat unless I'm being honest and truthful. And no one wants to hear that. Right. Everybody wants to hear everybody else's truth and shit like that, so they can live in that misery. I mean, misery truly loves company. Mm-hmm. And when I come in there, look, look, 
when my grandfather passed away and I flew to Oklahoma. All right. I'm going to get kind of transparent, kind of real, real quick. All right. My mom um, and others in the family and stuff like that, they need their attention. They need attention. All right. They seek control over every aspect of life. And um, what I did, uh, I did everything that I possibly could to make sure that my Oma, uh, my obviously my Opa's, my grandfather's, uh, you know, uh, wife, uh, I made sure that everything that went on in her world was as, as comfortable as possible. And, you know, she's got she, she has two daughters and a son. And the son um, is primarily the person I was speaking about before that I disliked a lot based off conversations and comments that were given my way. And I recently found out some some I recently found out his feelings on, on the matter. And it made me realize a lot of things, because what he said about his experience between a whole bunch of other stuff is exactly what I went through um, with my mother. And uh, why I'm not understood in the family, which is why he's not understood, which is why I had so much, di- you know, uh, ill feeling towards him. And now it's like, damn, I had to take a step back and reflect a little bit and be like, man, that's kind of you on the other side. Right. Right. And um, when I found that out, man, it was kind of mind blowing. But, you know, before I even knew that kind of stuff, I'm 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 in Oklahoma. We're having that. We're having the funeral, and I, you know, I, I, I speak to my, I speak to my Oma the, uh, the, the day before, and had like a real conversation. I said, "Listen, um, we all, I know that, you know, my uncle's not going to go to the funeral. He just, uh, I think, I think his reasoning was, you know, he just doesn't, you know, everybody, everybody grieves differently, and everybody can do some things and cannot do some things." Um, it's almost like, you know, NASCAR drivers and stuff like that. Like I, I read something one day years ago that, you know, they don't go to funerals and stuff like that. Or when, when drivers get hurt and stuff, it's like, they don't, they don't want that in their brain. Right. So they just avoid it. And I mean, I think he had this, a similar thing. Like, you know, you, you have your memories of, of your, of your loved ones and you can't, you don't want to create new ones that may be negative. So mm-hmm. he chose to stay away from all the, all, all the, all the end results of, of his dad. And so I approached, approached my grandmother and said that, look, you know, I, I think that, um, in his absence, right. I, I should be the strong one, um, male figure that would have been here as your son. Um, but I have the strength to, to, to pick you up if you decide to fall down or just be by your side, because I think that's appropriate. I think that's needed. And, and she really appreciated that. And, you know, everybody saw that and and I devoted every ounce of care and every emotion to that situation, um, which I, quite honestly was, uh, I don't want to say enjoyable for me, but it felt like the, it felt like I made a, the best decision possible. And, right. and, 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 and it was good for her. And so everything was genuine at that point um, because I had spent a lot of time with him uh, uh, before, before he passed and after even. Um, so I was, uh, it was, it was almost, it was almost kind of strange, but I, our, our goodbyes to each other were so strong that, um, and promises to each other were so strong that, that, um, you know, it made it easier to be there for her. Um, so, but I would never view that as a burden, but a lot of people could, um, 
what I took on, but like, like you were saying with your family situation, you know, they were like, Oh, I get it now. I get it now. But the difference with my family, they're like, Oh, that was really sweet. He did it for something. Yeah. Right. right? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. No, they, they always think there's a hidden agenda. Yeah. So then I get back, you know, after all that's done, I get back to her house and, you know, everybody's rummaging through just stuff of his. And it's honestly, it's it's disgusting, man, like jewelry and this, that and the other. And I, you know, I didn't I wasn't there to ask for anything. I was there for 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 people that needed me. And, uh, you know, long story short or whatever, I got forced to ask for some 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 stuff. And, you know, it was some Bibles, a Bible that I was saved with um, that I like wrote my name down when I was probably like 12 or something. Yeah, some sentimental um, things. Yeah, you know, like I can't put that on eBay and make a couple hundred bucks on it. You know, it's just a tattered, torn Bible. Um, and then another one that he had for some different faiths that he had. And, and you know, they were all, uh, some stuff was offered to me. And, you know, my mom came out and pulled jewelry out of her pocket and was like, what, how, what all do you want? And I'm like, none of it. And like, I really don't want to ask for anything. Right? I just don't think it's appropriate. But but my 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 mom's the kind of person that that needs to um you know that control factor is a big deal and um she needs to she doesn't she doesn't properly know how to love right like love is love is not complicated love is easy if you if you if you feel it and you have it in your heart right um everything it seems with her is an agenda um and she doesn't have doesn't have the capacity to just genuinely or unconditionally love. Um, she has to use materialistic things to buy love, and it's 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 truly disgusting. So when when you pull out jewelry out of your pocket and you say, "What do you want? What do you want?" Like if you think that you're going to give me this stuff and you're going to buy buy my love back and think that you know you're going to be a part of my life and my daughter's life and my wife and everything else, like that's not how any of this works. Like I I every time I say that I th- I think about that that stupid I think it's a progressive com- commercial with those old ladies that are sticking things on their wall like representing Facebook and 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 the ladies like that's not how any that's not how this works mm-hmm. none of the, this is not how any of the, that's how I feel in that moment like that's you, I don't give a shit about any of this jewelry I don't, I don't care but you know I I did take uh some things that meant a lot to me because I made some promises to my grandfather um, a journey, uh, you know, that I told him, I made a promise that I, I, I was going to, to embark on. And there were a few items of his that were, you know, cor- they, they, they correlated with that journey. And I, I, I accepted and took with me, um, that have no value like I said, you can't throw them on eBay. You can't like how much money do you think you're going to get for a Bible, right? Right. You throw on eBay or something. There's no, is it monetary value? I, I guess whatever it is, there's no, it's sentimental. It's just, that's it. It's it. It's whatever it meant to me. Right? There are emotions attached to it. Right. Exactly. I, and, I totally and, get it. And, and honestly, works. people that, that do what you're talking about and I don't want to, you know, please don't take it that I'm, I'm ripping people individually. Cause I'm not, but I'm just saying in general, those kind of people are just very tacky. Oh, and sad. It's sad. It's because sad, you know, it, it's the whole, you know, whoever dies with the most toys still dies. 
Yeah. And, and, and it's that element of control, which is also an illusion. And, and it's, it's disgusting. The, the massive chemical imbalance that's going on here that you go in and, and collect all these different things that you think are attached to people with emotions and you possess and if you decide to give that to that person, it's so you, what you've done at that point by giving something that someone else is someone else is so emotionally attached to, you give it to them. Uh, you have an element of control over that person mm-hmm. because you did the ultimate. It's like an ultimate sacrifice by something away that was in their possession to give to you because how much it meant to you kind of thing. So, um you know, with all the dysfunctionality and all that kind of shit that goes on with tragedy like this, long story short, I went home with a few things that I needed to, you know, to 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 keep my promise to my my grandfather. And once I got through all that stuff and created my own journey, um, they really the the things I needed to do so that they, they really didn't have any 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 purpose at that point. You know, they, they did everything I needed them to do. They gave me the confidence that I needed right. to, 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 to go through with all this stuff. And at that point I have another, you know, I have a, I have his daughter talking to me and, you know, and, and unfortunately <laughs> there's no, there's no dancing around this at all. I mean, she gets treated like shit and I had all these things um, that helped me a lot and she wanted stuff from her dad and she had nothing. And I went over to all the things that I had and she was very curious about the things that I had. And I'm like, look, I think in my, in in my honest opinion, in my heart, I think that these things served a purpose for me. And now it's time that you have them. So you can live the rest of your life with the things that you can look at and thumb through and, and tangibly hold for the rest of your life and remember your dad. Right. I'm like the mere fact that I have something that 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 a daughter wants. I'm not first in line when it comes to that stuff. Right. I'm the grandchild. Right. Why would I have these things that are so important to other people and would mean so much more to other people? Um, So not to make a long story, long story longer. uh, You know, I was like, hey, I'm going to send all this stuff to you. And, you know, it was the most meaningful thing I feel like anybody has done for her in regards to this kind of stuff. And, you know, she literally like when she opened the boxes of what I sent her, um, she crumbled and and, you know, was just over over overtaken by emotion in a good way, you know. And then it's like, damn, awesome. I'm I'm. I made her happy. You know, I didn't make her. I'm sorry. Let me say that. I didn't make her happy. I did something to contribute to making her Right. Happy. And to no, you, you did something with the grieving. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right. right. And I knew that I did the right thing when 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 I, I, I felt the emotion and I felt all I felt everything that went along with the gesture. And, um, you know, well, I mean, let, let's be honest here. It's a shitty situation that she was left out of all of it in the first place. Right. Right. Because, well, yeah. Yeah. Because she gets treated like shit and there's no there's no reason to try to control her because there's no value out of it. Exactly. That's how that's how I see it, because there's tremendous value trying to trying to control me as my mother, because there's no relationship there. And she met my daughter for the first time because of death and she fucked it all up. So, you know, and, and, you you know, the word you keep using is controlling. And, you know, it's unfortunate 
And, you know, I can, you know, we've, again, we've talked about it before. I can, I can relate to it, you know, because I, I had a father that, you know, was hell on wheels every which way known to man, but he'd always try to buy me off. Yeah. And, you know, it. when I'm a little kid, I don't know what's going on. I just think, hey, this is cool. He's buying me stuff. And then you get older and you realize, what, what, uh, actually happening. Exactly. You know, so it, the, the word control is the perfect word to use. And it's unfortunate that in that situation, you know, it wasn't about your grandfather. They nope. made it about themselves. Yep. It's selfish, controlling, it's fake. It's, uh, I mean, my mom, this lady, like, she went through this entire house and grabbed everything that she could. Wow. that she could find to that had any type of value, whether it was money related or emotionally related so that she could play her game. So she could strategically fuck over whoever she wanted to and get back in return, what she wanted. Nothing is genuine. Nothing is genuine. It's all a fucking game. It's a game of horrible, disgusting chess. And if anybody else has gone through anything like this, I mean, man, I can, we relate. Because it is, it is a the toxicity unknown uh, at, at a level that, that I can't describe. So I'm about to get super, 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 super transparent on this show. Um, and honestly, I don't care because it's, it's therapeutic. Um, well, and, you know, I, I think our listeners and we've heard from a ton of them, you know, they appreciate our honesty. They yeah, appreciate and I, our transparency yeah. and, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. And, and, and I, I am as well. Uh, it takes a lot to kind of come out and, 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 uh, reveal your wounds, if you will. Right. Um, I'm not trying to blast anybody, but I'm trying to give an example of what makes me feel like shit. Now, granted this last episode kind of thing really didn't bother me too much just because this shit doesn't really bother me anyway now um, like it did in the past, but the, the, <laughs> you have to like to be, to be all right. Look, we don't get to p- pick our parents, right? Well, okay, let's, let's preface this, you know, cause I, I want to make sure it's perfectly clear. You know, we always say, you know, when we open up like this, that, you know, this is our story, you know, this right. is, you know, through our eyes. And, you know, it's not meant as a jab to anyone. It's not meant as taking shots at anybody or getting personal with anybody. You know, it's just, uh, it's our life experiences. Yeah, it's what we go through. I mean, and... You know, it's when things happen, it's how we see them through our eyes, how we live through it. So, you know... How we get through it. Right, you know, so before, I, I didn't want you to get, you know, too deep into that and then have something come back on you and somebody come back and say, well, you did this and you did that. Th- oh, this is how you see, and, and you know where I'm coming from. I know this. I, I you know, this is how, this is our perspective. Right. So Absolutely. please go. Continue. So I told you at the beginning of this, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. So when, Dude, when I didn't if, study, I'm exhausted. I'm not ready for a quiz. It's not a quiz. It's not a quiz. It's not a quiz. I promise. Damn it. It's just, it's just general fucking questions. Damn it. If, if if you're Bob and I'm Tom, if, fuck that. If you're given something, like if you're if if I if I gave you a tumbler, okay, um, does that become your possession after I give it to you? Of course. Okay. 
So would you say that I have the right or don't have the right to tell you what to do with what I gave you and what not to? Um, I mean, common sense says it's your property. You can do what you want with it. Okay. Um, so if you were given something by anyone, no matter who it is, uh, say it's a coin collection, say it's a, a tumbler, like I said, say it's a fucking tape measure. All right. Once you, once you obtain that and it's yours and you choose to mount it on the wall and look at it every day because it reminds you of something or, you know, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to sell it because I'm COVID is fucking me over and I might be able to get some money for it. Would you agree or not agree that that's upon you in your decision once you gain possession of something? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I kind of liken that to re-gifting a gift. Right. Or something I mean, like that. You know, it's, it sounds it's like yours. our childhood when it's like Indian giver, right? Like Indian giver when someone would give you something and then try to take it back out of spite or control reasons, right? Yeah, I, get, I, I see where you're going. Okay, cool. So out of the things that I was given uh, by my family, um, <laughs> which was portrayed to be out of the kindness of their hearts, right? Um, when I decided to. Um, do what I did with them, which was, which was, uh, take care of a close family member that happened to be the daughter of my, uh, deceased grandfather. Um, I, I sent her a bunch of the gifts that I was given because they, they served a better purpose for her than, than myself. So here's, here's when, when, when the, when the, when the people that, when the people that maliciously provided those things and gifted those things out of uh, not uh, love and respect and kindness, but as an act to purchase myself back into their lives, the reaction is pretty disgusting. That's because they weren't in control of it. Right. And I did what I did. Right. Um, So I get a call from my mom. I'm like, shit. I was looking at something. I think I was reading an article or building something and related to the podcast. And I'm like, man, she never calls me. I can't even remember the last time she called me. Like, I mean, after six years, I'm like, uh, I'm like either something really bad has happened. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. no, I'm just going to decline it. I'm like, either somebody died or there's about to be drama. There's one of the two, one of the two. Right. So I'm like, she'll leave a voicemail. And if she leaves a voicemail, she's definitely going to text. And then when I just, I just have to sit down, get in the seat, strap up and get ready for the ride. Um, because she's relentless. Um, so she left me a voicemail, um, telling me how disappointed she was that I sent a couple of Bibles and a ring and stuff like that to, to my aunt. Um, uh, and called me. Huh. I, I, I I don't want to read the text message verbatim, but I'll just give you key points. Um, so if anybody has a mother that speaks to them in this this fashion or way, I mean, reach out to me so we can kind of maybe give each other some pointers as to how to handle it. Mine was completely shut her off for six years, but now I can't um, because of the situation. But um when a mother says to their son, um, you're a real class fucking at, um, let's see. That's something. a good way to start things off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing says a mother's love like that. Yeah. Uh, you say goodbye with Opa's tombstone. You take that with along your path and not mine. So good fucking bye to you. That's one text message from my mother. Let's okay. see. 
yeah, it's great, right? Then when she called, she said, you need to listen to the voicemail I left, I left you. Um, how how much you must hate me. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. She said to listen to the voicemail she left you. Yeah. Which Why? Was, she couldn't she couldn't say what she said? No, she no. I mean, I'm not going to pick up her fucking call. I don't want to hear her. And but she no, wanted, but once you had her on the phone, she couldn't say what she said in the voicemail. No, I mean, this is all it just seems childish. Oh, you know, you, you don't say, um, you know, she had just literally just found out that I had sent these things that were given to me, um, by crazy people to, and sent it to a loved one that, uh, truly is guarding it close to her heart because it means so much to her. This is what I get in return. Um, and you know, after the voicemail was left, it's like, you know, you need to listen to your voicemail. you like, okay, all right, cool. I'm like the beauty of all this stuff is you don't get to tell me what the fuck to do anymore. You don't. You do not. You have nothing. You have no say in my actions as a grown-ass man, as a father, as a husband. You don't get that anymore. So stop. Just stop. And I don't, I don't, I, you know, I never, I never stooped to a level. I never called her a name. I never did this, did that. Um, you know, and, 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 and she, she had the audacity to tell me that my grandmother told her that, I'm purposely ripping the family apart. All right. <laughs> so I'm like, really? I'm like, if, if she has an issue with me, please have her contact me. And I will gladly talk about the situation and give every aspect and reason as to why I did what I did. But that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. Um, I was called shameful. Um, okay. So this is, this is where she starts in with the shame and the guilt. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's like, that's par for the course. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh she, she's going to contact you, but she has not. Um, it's shameful. Uh, send everything that I was given back, everything, all the way down to the last whatever. Send it all back. I am not deserving of it. I'm not deserving of it. Okay. So I'm I'm a really bad person at this point. And again, I told her, I said, you don't get to tell me what to do, right? Um, ha. <laughs> this is kind of funny. So she gave me another ring. This is how delusional she is at times. She gave me another ring that she said was was my grandfather's. And I looked at it and immediately recognized it. And it was my dad's. And I'm like, that's dad's ring. That's not his. And she's like, really? Oh, oh, I guess you're right. And I'm like, what? You wouldn't think I would remember shit like that? Like, it, that's how fucking twisted shit gets. Wow. And she still gave it to me. And I legit, I took it to, I took it to uh, a jewelry place, right? Because I don't want a ring from a piece of shit uh, dad that does nothing but ride coattails and stuff like that and called me a pussy when I was younger and and has no backbone and is so like, whatever. I didn't want it. I tried to sell it. (laughs) I just had it in my pocket when I was going to get my ring, my wedding ring, uh, polished and pick up my, my watch. And I gave it to them. I was like, just, just curiosity. What would you give me for this? And they offered me $150 for my dad's ring. And I was like, the day that, and, and this is so ironic and coincidental, but like, you know, with the COVID stuff, I'm like, the day I need $150, I'm going to come back here. Will you hold on to that offer? And the guy was like, I'll hold it. And, and, and so I still have it, even though I fucked with my mom and I told her I sold it for 150 bucks or whatever. Um, uh okay so anyway let's 
yeah, so let's get to the let's get to how she decides to speak to me. Um let's see blah blah blah. Oh yeah, I told her I sold it and then she's like, You better not have that belonged to whoever, blah blah blah. There's more That's funny that she's throwing bills. up who it belonged to when she didn't know who the hell yeah. it belonged to in the first place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then well, it she just she says whatever supports her narrative, whatever she whatever right. point she's trying to make, she will she will lie about it. And in a narcissistic fashion, you know, believe whatever she's saying and stuff like that to support it. Um, and and then I said, if you want a really good deal on it, and I, I, I researched the address of the place that I got the quote, and I sent it to her. I was like, you can probably get it for a damn good price. So that was me just being a little, you know, funny. Um, so she called me shameful again. You okay? So all right. Um, you are evil, son. That's that's one line. Wow. I am sad for you. Uh, I ned- I never did anything to hurt you, especially the time when we were in Oklahoma. Okay. Well, I guess I could give you that because you didn't. You just tried to buy me the whole time. Uh, you promised not to take her, and you did. She's talking about my daughter. Um, I don't know take how. Take her where? I don't, dude. It's all. It's it's just okay. delusion. Um, you're selfish and mean. I'm so ashamed. So is my mom. Okay. No more. I'm done with you. Okay. This is the, this is the erratic conversation going on right now. Um, so then, you know, she comes at me with more, send everything back. Uh, whatever you gave to your aunt, you know, have the Bible, all that, all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, send it all back. Send it all back. Uh, uh, um, uh, you and my aunt deserve each other. Um, um, you are a user. Uh, you use me and my mom for what you wanted. You greedy and ugly. <laughs> I responded with, this is laughable. And then, you know, they just keep coming in. They keep coming in. And- well, you, you, the, here's the funny. And again, I, I hate saying anything because I, you know, I, I try to be the voice of reason. There's, you know, I, I always look at things as two sides to every story. But, you know, just knowing what you've just said, it sounds like she's accusing you of all the things she's done. Oh, you get me. You get it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, and, and, and you didn't open your Jesus. mouth. You, you never opened your mouth. And you already won the battle when she was resorting to name calling. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. So I said, this is laughable. And then she proceeds, uh, no, just so much sadness that you are such a horrible person. You and your aunt made for each other. Uh, you're both consumed with hate and evil. Um, I'm ashamed of you. Um, wait for my mom's call. I'm done with you. I said, well, just simply then leave me alone. Nope. The next one's really good. My mother says, you are dead to me. I've gotten that from my father before. Yeah. I didn't care. They're just words at this point. She's fucking nuts. Um, and, yeah, like, and I, I, like, I said, like I said on another episode, when, when you know that went down with my father, he literally took a weight off of my shoulders. Right. Because right. he, right. as okay, soon as he cool. said that, he lost all control. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm dead. Then just leave me alone. Like, I mean, I'm... I'm obviously out of sight out of mind just like go do your fucking thing like don't go do it 
And uh, but when you say things so vicious and mean and but they don't and, and, and they don't have an impact on the person you're sending it to, <laughs> uh, which was definitely me, like, you know, I, I've got every apology under the sun from other people that know about this situation. And I'm they're like, I'm sorry that this happened to you. I'm like, I this doesn't faze me. I've I've been through so much of this hatefulness, like coming towards me and the family hating me because of like. The, the false narrative going on here that I'm just desensitized to it. I don't, it doesn't bother me anymore. Right. Um, so I get you're dead to me um, along with your aunt. Uh, so count me dead too. Um, so the two of you can hurt someone else. Yeah. And then she tells me to move on up uh, oh, before I even say anything. Nope. Done and dead. Let her know too. Okay. So I don't really like partake in any of this shit. And it, it just keeps going on. It keeps going on and on and on. And she mentions hatred. Uh, again, we deserve each other. Um, uh, we're not worth it. Uh, do right by my mom, you assholes that you are. Um, no more. I have better things to do than give give to something to have pleasure at your consumed hatred by and i simply sent the peace sign and i said deuces and that ended the conversation which usually she has as the last word i was kind of surprised by that anyway um so the point of doing all this right now is at the top of the show we kind of touched on all the guests that we've had lately, all the really entertaining conversations and lightning conversations, intellectual conversations, and just great conversations overall with all walks of life, uh, sensitive, hurtful, crazy situational, or, you know, uh, conversations, uh, topic, uh, topics that we've, we've, we've gone over. Um, you know, it's been difficult to, to do that kind of stuff. And, and really put yourself out there when it comes to very sensitive content. Um, but then to have this happen to you during all of that kind of stuff, you know, I reached out to you and we had multiple conversations about, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm right. like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a thousand percent sure because sometimes, sometimes, you know, cause my, my wife hears this stuff and she reads this, this stuff and she gets really upset about it and she gets hurt you know, buy it and whatnot. And that bothers me with the words that are said to me and all that kind of stuff, whatever. I don't care. It just bounces off me. I, I have way too many goals, way too many things to look forward to and way too many things to, to, to accomplish, to let stupid shit like that really bother me. But for some people, they can't handle it very well it, or take the approach that I can and that's the kind of stuff that really upsets me uh, is when she's upset or hurt or I mean, dude, like when I say hot buttons, if if my daughter was ever affected by this, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that day would be like or what would happen. And that's really scary to think about and scary to even talk about, to be honest. Right. Um. So but like, if, you know, I'm just I'm an, I'm an only child. Um, I'm not perfect by any stretch. Um, I've said horrible things. I've done horrible things probably in my, in my existence as a human being. But, um, but this, this is, this is something that has been a big challenge for me. And 
why I get challenged by others in the family that that think that by cutting people off and stuff like that, I'm doing something wrong or I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bleeding, if you will, for the family and not, and I'm turning my back on someone that, that needs help. Um, but at the end of the day, man, um, you can, the, the, the analogies are out there though. All the sayings are out there. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Um, you know, I've, I've been there for my mom on, on every level that you could ever imagine. You know, I've been her shoulder to cry on. I've been her punching bag. I've been her, I've been her everything that you can think of to the point to where I just, you know, you just can't take it anymore. And this is the kind of stuff that, that, that pushed me to that, that level, that, 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 that part of my life to be like, you know what? Boundaries aren't good enough uh safe conversations aren't good enough like text messages all this nothing 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 is working you just have to you have to you have to say goodbye to mom you have to say goodbye to mom and you know what i know that there's people out there listening to that and saying like how could you ever do that like how could you how could you just shut your mom out well i i ask anyone this when someone's mom treats the their child the way that I just read to you verbatim that came from her, what would you do? Yeah. Like, what would you do? Please yeah, tell me. I mean, you know, when, yeah, I haven't, my wife has never met my father. My wife and I have been together almost 15 years. Mm-hmm. My wife has never met my father. And that's by design. My yeah, big, I mean, my, I, I've said this before. My biggest fear was that he was going to find out where our wedding was and he was going to show up because he's ballsy enough to do that. And, yeah. you know, to this day, the last time I saw my dad was 15 years ago and he tried to pick a bar fight with me. Yeah, we've you talked know? about that. Yeah we've, yeah, we've totally talked about it. And, you know, so I, I, can, I can relate to where you're coming from on a million levels. And I, I understand completely because I still have the people in my world that I run into occasionally that, you know, knew my family back in the day that they're like, you know, have you, have you talked to your dad lately? Knowing full well, I haven't. No, I it's get like, the same you know, question. I haven't. I get the same question. So like, how's your mom? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. Right. How's your dad? I have no fucking idea. And they're like kind of perplexed at, at, for a second. And then you're like, but see, but see the, what I'm coming the, from. Like, I don't talk to them. Yeah. The, the people I that, do, the people that go there, don't know no what's gone on they're ignorant no. to the situation yep you know and, and they're they're quick to point out all the things that you've done but they don't know the other side of the story no it's always the other side of the coin that's more valuable than the other but i want to reiterate everything that i just read was based off the fact that i took materialistic items such as a bible and other things and sent sent them to a better home with bigger purposes to my aunt that happens to be the daughter of my grandfather. As a result, I I'm, I'm, I'm everything I just read you. How the fuck is that appropriate? How is it? How is that? How is that right? How is that? How is that acceptable? How is that? How does a son react to that appropriately? What is the right path to to basically deal with something like that? What 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 where's does somebody have a fucking 
what is it? Uh, being a son for uh, narcissistic, crazy bitch mom uh, for idiots. Those books that are in like Barnes and Nobles and stuff like that. Does anybody have it? Because I can't find it online. Someone can send it to me. Great. Um, some cliff notes or something to deal with this kind of shit. But literally, I got everything I just said to you people. Uh, and I don't mean you people that way. Um, but I just everything I just read to you was over possessions, possessions like stuff, just, just stuff that I that I I utilize for a purpose for myself. And 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 then I saw them to be uh, they would lift someone else up higher um, than myself, and 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 just you know had a better place to live. And I decided to give them to give all that stuff to that person. But because the person that gave it to me, persons, I should say, they gave it to me. Um, we're trying to give them to me to buy me um, and have something to hold over my head, basically. Uh, and when I, I, uh, you know, uh, innocently just no relation, no ties, no, no efforts in trying to no motivation, but be, behind giving these things to someone else uh, that needed them more than me, um, they lost that control because I, th- these things are no longer in my possession. Everything um, you've been talking about comes back to that one word control, control, man. It's disgusting. That's why I always say it's an illusion. Controls an absolute illusion. You are not in control of anything. I don't care what you think <laughs> you, you put, you, you, you you take situations and you 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 strategically like think about your approach and your battle and your moves and this that and the other listen people you 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 may have this crazy like plan and you think it's going to work out to 100% perfection and all all that kind of shit it's not you don't get to control the result of that because at any given point in time and i don't want to get religious or anything like that but there's only there's only there's only a higher power that decides what actually really happens. And if you if you happen to walk across the street with your plan and you get hit by a bus, guess what? You weren't in control, but you thought you were. Mm-hmm. The unexpected things in life that happen. Look at COVID. Look at all these other things that happen to everybody that's affected by any of the madness that's going on in the world right now. I thought you had control of your situation. You thought you controlled me by giving me something materialistic and buying me back and I released it to someone else out of my own heart. Oh, you lost control because control is a motherfucking illusion. Boom. Well said. <laughs> I, I think that's your mic drop. I, I mean, you know, I got I got nothing else, man. It's this this uh, this episode will um will go down is probably one of the most difficult ones that I've had to get out, but and fuck it. Like if it, if it makes me look bad, I don't care. Well, I mean, look, look, I mean, yeah, you kind of went deep in the weeds as as far as the family situation, but it's all relatable, you know? So there, I don't think you have anything to feel bad about. I, I, you know, it's at the end of the day, what this whole episode is coming down to, is that one word control, Boom. you know, a, and, and, you know, it's like, it's, it's just as what, powerful as you, greed. You, you, look, look, you took control of the situation at the end of the day, you did the right thing at the end of the day, they lost control. And now they're trying to get it back. 
And they can't, man, because it's a goddamn illusion. There's control doesn't exist. It, it, it's chalk it up to science, man. Like you have a hypothetical um, uh, hypothesis, right? You have your control, which is what they call it. Uh, control being uh, something to go off of to base all your results off of. That's scientific shit that goes on. But again, the control is based that you have is is based off your results that are out of control. <laughs> and right. it's just it's it's not real it, it's an illusion man it is not fucking real and no matter how hard you try to manipulate the situation to spin things in your favor it's out of your control it's out of your control man you just have to let go of control you have to let go of being in charge and command center of attention um everything's about you uh, yeah, all that stuff, man. It's just, it's, 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 it's egotistical. It's conceited. It's, um, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's hateful. It's, it's disgusting. And it's, uh, it's a chemical imbalance, man, that you, you need to be treated for. And I think, I think the people, some of the people in my, in my life need to come to the realization that they need treatment for, uh, some chemical imbalances that they refuse to accept are a part of their life. It's always tough because normally the people that, that genuinely, you know, need to get the help don't realize they need to get the help. Yep. And unfortunately, sometimes it takes something tragic happening in their lives for them to realize it. And <laughs> the worst tragedy happened. My mom's dad died. Right. But that wasn't enough to to wake her up. Nope. So it only you know, made it worse. It only made it worse. Exactly. So you know, when I say something tragic, I'm kind of referring to something happening to them. Uh, I, you know, and, and I don't want to. I don't want to put that out in the ether because that's just bad juju. But you know what I mean. No, I know exactly what you mean, and I've had countless discussions with important people to me about something like that. You know, and and, and that could that could easily be flipped to be something awful that happened to me right it could create the same type of result if you will right um and you know i've been battling i I was battling with with the event that already happened knowing that it was going to happen kind of soon and i was going to have to step up and and be challenged and, and be strong and be there for the people that needed me and be the be be the places that i needed to be um, without thinking about all the other bullshit surrounding the situation. And I did the best that I could. And I, I think I did an all right job, I'd say. Um, but that being said, it, you, you, we're talking about a, a hypothetical, but I guess real life situation. I don't know. The sad part about that is I don't know uh, where my mind is with that. You know, um, if that makes sense. No, I totally get it. it. I'm clouded by, um, I've just been hurt. You know, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been hurt too much and I've been, I've just been kicked down on the ground and, and just too much, man. To where like we like, open, what, like we open the show with, you know, like we open the show with, we're, we're tired. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I have the energy or respect to, you know, dive into a situation like that. And actually, I just, I don't know. I don't I know, it, man. Brother. 
it's sad. It's really fucking sad. It's really sad. But you know what, man? This show will will serve a purpose. You know what 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 I got off my chest today, and what I've you know kind of said, and to whomever. I mean, whether it's ten people or ten thousand, I don't care. But you know, somebody out there gets it and has a similar situation, and you want to chat, man. I am all uh, about it because it is really hard. It's really difficult to carry a burden like this, and 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 consume every bit that comes at you and consume it for the well-being of the people that are around you because if i if i just poured this onto my wife or poured it so my kid could hear about it and stuff like that it would create so much negative energy and situations uh it, it would it would just be awful and so it but again we're tired right all these things are making us tired. So I take these things in, internalize them and digest them and shit them out properly so that my that other people aren't affected around me. Right. Um, but that's exhausting. Like we talked about the, at the very beginning, it's exhausting. It's it, it mentally, you just collapse at the end of the night or something, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's just, it's difficult, man. It's difficult. Maybe I'll get some good sleep tonight, right? Oh, I was like, oh, this shit off my chest. <laughs> I would say I, I would make myself a, a stiff drink and <laughs> try to unwind and, you know, get some rest and sleep on it. And, you know, it, basically it, it, the situation you're in, you're going to have to take it day by day and step by step and wait for the next, you know, next, yep. next shoe to fall. Yeah, brother. I, I, I am 100%. It's not Tuesday. But I'm going to eat a taco tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, when this comes out, it will be Tuesday. So technically, that counts. There you go. I'm eating it, dude. I can justify. To- I can justify anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, look. You go make your your stiff drink and, and your taco. We're gonna wrap it up. That's it for this week. Um, you know, heartfelt conversation, and you know that took a turn. I, I didn't necessarily see the control thing coming, but. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, that's a good lesson to learn from this episode. You know, I, I completely agree. And 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 I'm not I'm I'm not blowing smoke under you know uh, people's asses at all. If you can relate to anything like this, man, please reach out. Let's 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 have a conversation about it because this, you know, I I I may I may have a unique mindset where it doesn't bother me like it should, and I can just sweep it under the rug. Um, and move on and, and, and I have the ability to consume, uh, all this, uh, negativeness and, and like I said, shit it out in a, in a, in a proper fashion. I don't know that someone else, um, that takes a mental beating like this can handle something like that. And maybe I can share something with you that helps me, or maybe you can share something, um, with me that helps you. Um, so, oh man, it doesn't matter on any platform, email or social, just, reach out man i i want to i want to have a conversation with you yeah and you can find him on all the socials at brandon promo p-r-o-m-o you can find me on all the socials at jerry p-tuck p-e-t-u-c-k and of course you know we always want you to hit up the a place for my head dot com website um you know you can also email him there and you know, we definitely love to hear your stories and, and we'd love to hear from you. So that and that's always the case. So never hesitate to reach out and touch base because trust me, Brandon and I will definitely both get back to you 
relatively quickly. That's just how we work. So that's going to do it for this week. Guys, we appreciate the time. We appreciate you for listening. Thank you so much. Again, all the support that we've gotten since we launched this thing. Got it. Coming up on a year ago, it's been like nine months, ten months already. Um, you know, has been crazy. I, I think it's been more than than we expected. So, so thank you guys so much. And uh, you know, we always wrap up the show. Brandon did a good job with it today. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to hashtag get it out. We'll catch you next week, guys. This is an MJ Morning Show podcast quick fix on Radio Influence. Tell everyone the MJ Morning Show is back. Launched the MJ Morning Show podcast back in October. We started doing them every two weeks, and then we moved to doing new episodes every single week. So you could do us a huge favor and let everybody you know know that the MJ Morning Show is back. If you could spread the word on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, phone calls, email, I mean, wherever, just let everyone know that the MJ Morning Show is back and the best place to see all the episodes listed and to see all the platforms on which you can listen, download, subscribe, go to mjmorningshow.com. The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, mjmorningshow.com, and radioinfluence.com. 